What'd you make of that? Officer Joe Langhorn applied the brakes and inched the Arizona Highway Patrol car toward the shape on the side of Route 181. At first glance, he had passed it off as a hefty bag, discarded by some lunk in a Winnebago too impatient to wait for the next rest stop. But now he was thinking it could be a coyote, or even a mountain lion, roadkill of a bumper-bending sort. Jesus Christ, Wayne, is that a... His partner, Wayne Denbo, held a hand up to shield his eyes from the bright sun, then pulled it away along with his sunglasses. Shit, Denbo muttered. Pull over. I'll call it in, from Langhorn. Reaching for the mic stand that connected their cruiser to the highway patrol's southern headquarters a hundred miles away in Tucson. Wait till we're sure. Denbo climbed out his door the moment the cruiser had ground to a halt on the gritty pavement. He redonned his sunglasses and unsnapped his gun flap out of habit. Joe Langhorn advanced a step past him and stopped. He looked back at Denbo through a blast of windblown sand. I'm sure enough now, Wayne. Denbo nodded and started forward. The shape suspended halfway over the shoulder embankment belonged to a man. The flapping of a black shirt spilling out of his pants accounted for the illusion of a discarded hefty bag. His outstretched, sand-caked arms were tawny enough to look like the limbs of some unfortunate mountain predator. Not a coyote, but roadkill quite possibly after all. Langhorn waited, one eye on the cruiser, while his partner leaned over the body and felt about its neck for a pulse. He's still alive, Denbo said, looking up. I'm calling this in now. Denbo eased the man over onto his back. The fuck, Joe? Bring my thermos over. It was a Dunkin' Donuts jumbo, the kind that came free with enough coffee to fill it. Except Wayne Denbo always filled it with iced tea, every day that Joe Langhorn could remember since they'd been paired up on this route. He hasn't been here long, Denbo reported. Couple hours at most. Hit by a car, maybe? Langhorn asked from the cruiser. Nope, he's got no bruises or abrasions I can find. Langhorn grabbed the thermos from the back seat and gazed around into the emptiness of the desert that stretched in all directions. Where's his car? How the fuck he get out here? The shape moaned. Denbo lifted the man's head and tapped his cheek lightly. Mister? Come on, mister. Wake up. Come on. He looked back at Langhorn. Hurry up with that thermos. The ice had long since melted, and what contents had survived the morning sloshed about inside. Joe Langhorn handed it to his partner. You check for ID? With his free hand, Denbo flipped his partner a wallet he had pulled from the man's pants pocket. Langhorn bobbled it briefly, then grabbed hold. Name's Frank McBride, he reported, after locating the man's driver's license. From Beaver Falls. Langhorn looked up. Just off Route 10, north of Cortland, near 40 miles away. Less than half that walking across the sand. You figure that's how he got himself here? Look at him. Langhorn didn't really want to. Whatever would make a man walk maybe twenty miles straight into the heat of the desert with only tumbleweeds and sagebrush for company was beyond anything he could conceive of. Denbo had Frank McBride's head cradled in one hand, while the other lowered a half cup of brown-black iced tea toward his lips. He saw something tucked inside the inside pocket of his jacket and reached for it, easing McBride's head briefly back to the ground. What's that? Langhorn asked. Airline ticket envelope. Denbo opened it. Empty. He lifted McBride's head up gently again and rested the rim of the cup against the unconscious man's lips. Come on, Mr. McBride. It's okay now. You're all right. Wake up. Wake up.
The shape stirred slightly. His eyes opened, uncertain, wavering, frightened. He began to swallow the tea, trying to raise himself high enough to gulp it down. That's it. There we go. Not too fast now. Denbo pulled the cup away, and McBride was left with dark brown droplets washing the sand off his chin. His lips trembled, then opened, moving. I think he's trying to talk, Wayne, pronounced Langhorn. I think he's trying to say something. Denbo moved his left ear closer. Did you walk here from home, Mr. McBride? Did you walk here from Beaver Falls? The shape tried to force out a word and spit sand forth in its place. His hand latched desperately onto Denbo's sleeve and drew the patrolman's ear almost to his lips. Joe Langhorn heard a muttered rasp, something like air bleeding from a tire. The rasp came again, and then Wayne Denbo pulled away.